Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Oh, good afternoon. Welcome to Sport. Nothing but Sport. A very scary Halloween edition. Brought to you by the very scary Dr. Mike O'Neill. Who, if your teeth are as scary, you go to Dr. Mike O'Neill and he fixes them up good and they're not so scary. Not anymore. Uh, Let's talk about sports, should we? It's Halloween, obviously, 2019, and I absolutely suck at accents. So forgive me for trying to be topical and try to adopt a Halloween voice, which was supposed to be uh, somewhat Romanian and wound up uh, something else entirely. So let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Indiana Pacers, who won last night 118-108. Domas Sabonis, great last night, 29 points. And a lot of those points came late when the Pacers pounded it down there and allowed him to go to work on DeAndre Jordan or whoever, whoever else was defending him. And Domas got going. Is it a coincidence that Domas got going almost concurrent to the time that Miles Turner left the game with an injury. He rolls his ankle, and all of a sudden, Domas gets cooking, and where the Indiana Pacers had gone 0-3 with a healthy roster, mostly, and a healthy Miles Turner, uh, all of a sudden, they win a game with Miles Turner nursing that ankle from the bench. He played 10 minutes last night before he rolled his ankle, so is it too early to say, you know what, Miles Turner, I think we're better off without him. Of course it's too early to say that. Are we idiots? Are we crazy people? This is a very small sample, for the love of God. We're talking about just over a half a basketball where Demonis Sabonis was really good in the absence of Miles Turner. I know that there are people who prefer Domas Sabonis over Miles Turner, but to say that they're better off without Miles Turner is just cockamamie and it's nonsensical. And if you're going to push Kevin Pritchard and and his guys in that front office to make a deal and send Miles Turner elsewhere and, you know, kind of get while the getting's good, man, I, I can't discourage that strongly enough. They, they might be better with Domas Sabonis being uh, a more focused upon offensive asset but they are not better without Miles Turner. Uh, 
Miles Turner has a chance to be a really, really good basketball player. Now, are there matchups like against Andre Drummond where he gets abused? Yes, that's true. In Detroit, it is also true that in 39 minutes, he did not grab a single defensive rebound while grabbing five on the other end. Five offensive rebounds, no defensive rebounds at all. Is that troubling? Of course, that is troubling. Is it troubling that, uh, that Miles Turner appears to be a guy who, who kind of likes the branding aspect of being in the NBA? Yes, that is a little bit troubling also. But he's also like 23 years old, and he's going to get better. He can shoot. He is a quality stretch five, and they have no depth on the front line to begin with. Anyway, Goga Batadza got some run last night. But Goga is not ready to be a, uh, a contributor, uh, you know, a 15 to 20 minute a game contributor in the NBA. They really have no four other than TJ Warren and TJ, uh, and he's starting at the three right now, and maybe TJ Leaf. But if you want bad defense, TJ Leaf is your guy, right? They're trying to get TJ Leaf ready to play, and they've been doing that for the last two plus years. And they haven't been able to yet. Speaking of guys not ready to play, Aaron Holiday got some run last night because Edmund Sumner, like defensively, is just completely lost. So you get a, a big heaping dose of Aaron Holiday, who on the defensive end is okay, but on the offensive end, please make a shot. Last night, he was one for six. I think he was, what was he, 0 for six in, in the opener where he got some run. I think in seven minutes, he was 0 for six. You can't have that. So anyway, a lot of questions about the Pacers. People tend to get hysterical when they lose in bulk. They're 1-3 now after last night's win. They've got the Cavs here tomorrow night. Got to see what that game brings. Is Miles going to play? Is he going to sit if he sits and Indiana wins? People, reasonable people, not just the reactive nuts that are kind of squawking now, they're going to start scratching their heads and saying, ooh, look at that, Domas. Another game where he got like 32 and 12. You know, so what do we think now about Miles Turner? Let's talk about the Indiana, Indianapolis Colts. The Colts, they've got the Steelers this Sunday. The weather's supposed to be pretty good in Pittsburgh, which is a good thing. Partly sunny, 45 degrees is the uh, forecast as we speak. And so that's good. We, we like that. That's good. That's Colt weather, for goodness sake. It's also Pittsburgh Steeler weather. What we don't want, we don't want a lot of rain. We don't want to gunk it up. The guys, our guys, you know what? They play in a dome with a roof, and uh, it's retractable. But when the weather's bad, it's closed. So they're not acclimated to playing in bad weather. And uh, this game is enormous in the grand scheme of things. If you win this game, you go to 6-2. and two. The Texans and the Jaguars play against each other in London. You've got the Titans playing against the Panthers, and you've got New England playing against Baltimore. All of these games have huge ramifications for what the Colts want to get out of this season. And right now, what they're standing on the precipice of is being in the conversation as the number two seed in the AFC, which is uh, important because you get that first round bye in the playoffs, and that would be a great thing. And then you come back the second game, and you play at home for a chance to, to advance to the AFC Championship, which is going to be in Foxborough. Now, at that point, you know what? That's not going to be a fun three hours. If the Colts, whoever makes it to the AFC Championship game, 
it's not going to be a fun three hours for them. But getting there, that would be a hell of an accomplishment for the Colts. And this game on Sunday is going to have huge ramifications for qualifying as a uh, candidate for the AFC Championship game. Uh, Who's working today? Out at the Colts Complex, Kari Willis back to practice. Danico Autry, Kenny Moore back. T.Y. Hilton not around. He was limited yesterday. We'll see if he's limited again. Uh, Quentin Nelson was limited yesterday. But it seems as though the Colts, they're getting healthier. Jabal Sheard uh, has not been seen yesterday. He was held out of practice. He's got that foot issue. But he was able to play last Sunday with that foot issue not long after the procedure to correct what was ever wrong with whatever was wrong with his foot. Jacoby Brissett's resume as a young quarterback in the National Football League got a little bit more interesting today. We found out that he has been uh, picked 1.32% of his passing attempts. That is the lowest in NFL history through his, uh, a quarterback's first 30 games. Jacoby Brissett, he is a game manager. And there's nothing wrong with being a game manager. Not making mistakes is the first thing a quarterback's got to be, a guy who doesn't make mistakes, toward being a championship quarterback. You know what? Tom Brady is not fleet of foot. Jacoby Brissett's much faster than Tom Brady. Now, Jacoby Brissett is not fleet of foot. But he was fleet of foot enough last Sunday to get out of Von Miller's grasp, right escape through the end zone, almost touch out of the back of the end zone, and deliver a strike to T.Y. Hilton on the sideline that kept the chains moving and kept the Colts in that football game that they eventually won on Adam Vinatieri's 51-yard field goal with 22 seconds left. The Colts, they don't need to do everything right, but they cannot give the ball away. They're not going to dominate anybody. And, And for a team like the Colts, the Bob Knight axiom is absolutely true. And that axiom, uh, victory favors the team making the fewer mistakes. That is as true today as when Bob Knight said it, and it's as true today as when he learned it from, who knows, Pete Newell, Claire B., Henry Iba, whoever the hell told him that, he's exactly right. You'd probably go all the way back to like Civil War generals saying, you know, victory in this battle will uh, be favored by the team, by the by the army making the fewest mistakes. I don't know. That, it is absolutely true, and the Indianapolis Colts are a great testimony to the, uh, the validity of that axiom. So, uh, Brissett, a guy who doesn't get sacked a gob, at least not this season, and doesn't throw picks, and that's where it starts for a quarterback if you're going to win a championship. Uh, Indiana basketball, zero players ranked in the top 100. We talked about this a little bit yesterday with Mike Goodpaster on the Grueling Truths weekly Indiana uh, basketball podcast. What does that mean? Well, what it means is that Indiana's got to be better in the collective than the sum of its talent, all right? You've got to find a way to play together and be complementary to one another. You've got to lift the other four guys up because individually Indiana doesn't have anybody who's going to beat somebody. So you've got to be great in the collective. And if Indiana can do that, they can be pretty damn good. They've got seven games in the month of November, and each of them are more than winnable. You have to win all of these games. They don't have a real opponent in any of them. 
they don't have anybody who should be allowed to be competitive with Indiana University at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, which is where all of these games are going to be played. It used to be teams came into Assembly Hall and they knew that they were going to have an L hung on them. Indiana would come out of that tunnel and they just looked like, all right, we're all business. Let's go. That's what this team needs. This Indiana team has got to find focus and toughness and competitiveness at a higher level than its opponents. That's got to be the meaningful point of differentiation for this team if they're going to be successful. Because they aren't going to be teams with athleticism and they aren't going to be teams with raw basketball talent. They've got to be great in the collective. That's the key to Indiana basketball. Let's talk about uh, the NCAA and what they said the other day in that they want to they want to allow players to monetize their image and likeness. Whether that comes to pass and in what form it comes to pass, that's a discussion for another day. But what the the immediate reaction has been from politicians has been frankly embarrassing, where Senator Burr from North Carolina says he wants to introduce legislation if if kids are monetizing their likeness and image, he wants to introduce legislation that would uh, allow the government to tax their scholarship. This is the most preposterous thing I've ever heard. We've talked about it the last couple of days, but the more you think about it, the more ludicrous it becomes because nobody wants that. That doesn't do any good for the NCAA. It doesn't do any, obviously, for college players and their families. Nobody benefits from this. It would be a predatory tax. It would be a regressive tax because of the um, the economic conditions in which these kids and their families live, many of these kids. It would be ludicrous. The, the NCAA sure as hell doesn't want that to happen. They, they would, that would open up a kettle of fish legally that might force the NCAA to declare or to agree with a court ruling that these kids, they're not student athletes, that they're employees. And that is the last thing that the NCAA wants. And this Burr idiot may be putting the NCAA in a position where they would have to accommodate that reality. Craziness. And then you've got Mitt Romney who yesterday says, look, you know what, we've got to put limits on this because you can't have kids driving around Ferraris. You can't have millionaire student-athletes. Well, you know what? Mitt Romney is a guy worth $250 million, more than that. All right, a quarter of a billion plus is what he's worth. What were his kids driving when they went to school? I don't know. But I do know this, that there are a lot of BMWs down on Indiana's campus. There's some Mercedes down on Indiana's campus, there are some very, very nice cars being driven by students solely because their parents make a good living. So you've got a lot of these, um, you've got a lot of these guys, a lot of these students at Indiana who are athletes from families without means who don't have any cars at all, and they could they could leverage their image right on that campus to find a way. To, to get some wheels. I don't know how that's a bad thing. You know, people are either born into wealth or they're born into the, you know, a middle-class existence or they're born into poverty. It's through no fault of the students at Indiana, and it's not to their credit either, whether they are rich, whether they're middle-class, or whether they're poor. But those guys who have an image that, that can be monetized 
you know what, for, for people to say, no, 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 we're going to keep you down. And this is really what Mitt Romney's saying, is that these student athletes don't know how to handle wealth, so we're going to protect them from it. How awful, what kind of a mind, and, and there are a lot of people who think like that, but what kind of a mind thinks like that, for God's sake? We'll protect them from wealth by making it impossible for them to aggregate any. And then he says, and this really drives me nuts, says that, you know what, what we can't have is an inequity among the programs. It'll destroy college athletics if, if schools can come out and pay kids to come in and, and have deals in place with endorsement, endorsements where they're going to come in and they're going to make money right out of the chute. That is completely wrong. The truth is that what money being inserted into this equation might mean is it might put Indiana in the game or Purdue or Illinois, uh, programs like that. It might put them in the game for kids who, given the way the situation is now, are definitely going to Alabama. Right. If if Nick Saban and Tom Allen are in the living room of a five star recruit, where the hell is that guy going to go? Is he going to go to Bloomington or is he going to Tuscaloosa? He's going to Tuscaloosa one million times out of one million times. If uh, if Lovey Smith is repping Illinois in the living room of a quarterback who's also been offered by Clemson. And Lovey's in there with Dabo, and they're pitching on behalf of their two universities. Where is that kid going? That kid is going all day, every day, to Clemson. Maybe if, if these schools, the have-not schools, in terms of talent and great college football success, maybe if they've got something to dangle in front of a kid, a monetary incentive of some kind, maybe... That flattens the, uh, flattens the comparison, and all of a sudden, maybe some of those kids are going someplace else. I think that that's much more likely than the rich getting richer. How could the rich get richer? Alabama gets everybody they want. They don't recruit. They select. And the only people they got to recruit against are like Georgia and Clemson, for God's sake. Other than that, kids are like, oh, yes, sir, Coach Saban, sign me up. That's the way college football works today. There is no way that it, it could be uh, that the insertion of endorsements and money is going to make this more unfair to the have-nots. It can't be more unfair to the have-nots already. That is Sports Nothing But Sports. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, and then 8.15 on Periscope Live, all brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Give them a call, 317-849-2933. And then once a week on The Grueling Truth, you've got me and my good pastor chopping it up about Indiana basketball. Can't wait to do it again next week. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Join me. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.